Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny, and I'm coming to you from the studio with Caleb. Hello, everybody. Alrighty. Well, we have an interesting episode today, I think, anyway. Um, me and Caleb have each made our own ban lists, and we didn't tell the other one what we what we did. So uh, we're going to do a full discussion. We're going to talk about all the cards that we think should, should not get hit. Um, this is our actual ban list predictions. These are cards that we think will actually move around on the list, not just a discussion, what we think should happen, this, that, or the other, because I mean, at this point it's any day now. Oh yeah. So, uh, any minute now. Yeah. I spent the last two hours just on the webpage hitting F5. I mean, you pretty much have to this time of year. I mean, I, I remember, uh, the last ban list came out and we did our predictions episode and then... I think it was in between the predictions episode. We after the predictions episode, we recorded an actual like discussion episode yeah. on what we thought we wanted to see, and then in between those two episodes, the ban list dropped. Yep, and then it messed up everything. So here's hoping that it works out a little bit better this time because we're gonna do the predictions episode, and I don't think we're gonna do a discussion episode keep until in, after it happens. Keep in mind, this episode's coming out on Tuesday. We're recording on Sunday. Let's hope the list doesn't drop on Monday. Yeah, let's hope it drops like Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday would be ideal. So Wednesday, early Wednesday. Yeah. So, because uh, we record again on Wednesday, so like that would be rough. Right, <laughs> because yeah, we can talk about it immediately. Right. <coughs> uh, so we do have some stuff to talk about. Uh, of course, we have uh, quick play news. So the quick play news is that you know there is no quick play news at the moment. Basically, nothing has happened. So. And of course, we do want to shout out our patrons. Alrighty, so we have thank you, a big thank you to 
Uh, Mountain Man, Aaron Gardner, Myth Oceanus, Ace Micah, Pig, Scuzz Daddy, Ideal Saeed, Jeremy Drysdale, <laughs> Ray Powell, and Austin Johnson. Thank you, everybody, so, so much for uh, contributing, helping out, support the show. It means the absolute world to us. Uh, we do have... Um, we do have an extra episode that comes out each Wednesday for our patrons, which right now we're doing a review of the, uh, we're doing a set by set review of, you know, every set. We started with Legend of Blue Eyes and some structure decks, and now we're talking about, then we talked about Metal Raiders. Metal Raiders, the next two, no, we haven't talked about Joey and Pegasus yet. Uh, we did Metal Raiders, mm-hmm. some video game promos, and... Uh, uh, tournament Pack. A Tournament Pack 1, all tournament in the newest... Tournament Pack Season 1, boys. Yeah, all in the newest episode. And then uh, this, the next episode, which airs tomorrow, uh, will be probably Spell Ruler and a couple other things. Yep. So, uh, if you want to access that series, be sure to be a $5 and up patron. And then if you want access to the live streams of our recording sessions while when we record Friday's episodes, be sure to hop into that. For, that's for the $10 and up patrons, so... Thank you again, everybody, so much for the support. It really does mean the world to us. Uh, it actually pays for us to post our our stuff through a different site than what we were using. So uh, there's some behind-the-scenes stuff like already happening. Mm-hmm. So thank you again so much for that. Um, of course, be sure to join our Discord server. Uh, we have an enormous amount of discussion that happens there with some very good players. Uh, we have a lot of fun there. We do a lot of remote duels, things like that. And it is... a wonderful place to hang out and interact with the community be sure to follow us on twitter at top cut podcast you can follow caleb at jam the man 17 and myself at dot chumley although to be honest i really just <coughs> recommend that you follow the podcast at top cut podcast we are always liking retweeting and commenting on all the stuff happening in the community so let's uh let's go on into our main segment here uh we, we do want to talk about the ban list so let's start with um do you want to just go through your ban list and then I'll go through mine no. after because I think yours is like significantly more smaller. More. I mean, it's significantly less than mine. Yeah, because I only moved like five cards. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk about it. Let's see what you got. Okay, first off, just straight up unlimit double Irish magician. At this point, it's not doing anything. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, um for semi limit Skullcrabat yeah. Joker to be followed by a full unlimit the next ban list because it's also not doing anything at one. I think that that's also fair. And I. I I'm not sh- <clears throat> and the semi limit is to see if it will do anything at more than more than one copy with the three copies of double iris. Right. You know, and then you know, if it's doing doing something besides just sitting there yeah. in the I, corner I think of the room. Be, I think you have to be really careful with the pendulum <clears throat> cards. That's why I said Skullcrabat Joker to two. Yeah, because I mean the the pendulum cards could like very easily like if you just do a little too much a little too quickly, they could very easily like swing the scales, get it? Uh, expe- <laughs> especially with uh, with uh, anti-human intelligence Messiah existing. Yeah, that's a good card, man. It's it, a really good card. I think so. Anyway, Pendulum scale zero plus a floodgate <coughs> built in. Yep. Um, for my limits, <coughs> limit revolt and limit print and limit the prank kids cat. That is some good hits. It really yes. is. And then ban Eva. Okay, so you you hit the top three decks of the format. Uh, it's hard to just, it's hard to really argue that. Um, I would um, like to talk a little bit about the uh, the Eva ban. Mm-hmm. So, how do you see that impacting the deck? <clears throat> well, the biggest way is that it 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 makes it where they can either search for the diviner or they can search for orange light. They can't get both. 
so they don't get the double negate or the right. They have to be really choosy with their Ben Ten search. It, exactly. Yeah, they'll just loop the Ben Ten uh, more. They can't loop it more. It's only that one. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, don't they have a way to return it and sh- go again? Not. I mean, yeah, but you can only do it like maybe like once. You might be able to pull off twice if your hand is yeah. cracked. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. But like I said, it, it it gives them makes them where they have to either get the herald or the diviner. They can't get both. Yeah. So, um, so makes the deck still good and playable, but not so you don't get to play the game. And the other thing is that I think also it really um, it makes your end board an enormous amount weaker, which is that it causes you to go from uh, just like a no matter what you already have four negates in hand due to um, Herald of Ultimateness mm-hmm. down to like maybe you know two. Uh, Maybe like one or two, yeah. yeah. Plus, you'll have uh, <coughs> an Opelousa on board. Yeah. So, um, so you had the, and then Revolt to One. Let's talk about that a little yeah. bit. Um. Okay. So the whole point behind Revolt to One is it still gives them that it gives it still lets Tribegrade do the one full. I'm going to make a Shurag on your turn. Interrupt. It gives them one, uh-huh. but then they can't just turn around and do it again and then again. Right. Um, gives them less of a, gives them less follow-up. Usually they don't need the follow-up, but then also still gives them the option to still hard make Shurag, should they want to spend the resources to do so. Right, right. (coughs) Without, uh, you know, too harshly impacting the deck itself. Right. Um, so what about the cat? Uh, the cat, okay, so with the cat, it, it makes... Prank kids, they're still good, but now they have to loop the cat. <coughs> they have to turn the cat back to the extra deck in order to get another go at it. Right, which almost like it's just like it, it's like they say like it doesn't even have a second effect. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, and I think the pendulum hits are like fair, you know. Um, right. my hit is my my list is a little bit more um expansive. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally three times. Yeah, it's like over triple the size of yours. Um, I'm actually going to go from band <coughs> to... I'm going to go from band out. Sounds good. So, And this is... I, I think that everything on this list, it's kind of an expansive list. This is not my wish list. I think everything that's on this list either can or should happen. And not just like can as in like it can happen and from like a you know, a safety of the metagame. I mean, it can happen, like, like they can do this, like, tomorrow, and it'll be fine. Um, I, I also have Eva banned online. Um, I also have IO and Red Reboot banned. So, the thing is, and, actually, I, okay, so I have Eva, IO, Red Reboot, and Called By. Those are my four bands. Well, the, Oh, excuse me. You're good. <coughs> well, the called by, I assume, is because Konami will want to push the cross-site designator. Cross-site designators, right. Which makes a lot of sense. That's, my, that's why I'm predicting call by. But also, there's a second factor at play here. Mm-hmm. Call by, IO, and Red Reboot all have the same, um, the same feeling when they get played against you or for you. And the f- it, it creates this situation where like either you or your opponent, whoever gets played against... Has this feeling that it was just like a sacky one of, and they got just they just got sacked, rather than just like skillfully outplayed. 
I mean, I've had moments where my opponent ashes a, a card, and I have a call by in hand. I just hold it. And then later on, in my, I, you know, and then I still, because I still have the resources to play. Mm-hmm. And then I keep going and I keep playing, and they'll maybe affect Valor. Oh, that's a call by. You know? So I do think that the card has a little bit more skill to it than most people give it credit for. Uh, I really don't think Red Reboot is like super skillful. I think it's just. It's really not. It's really just a combo insulator that should absolutely be banned. I mean, it's solemn judgment from the hand almost. Not quite, but I mean, well, it's pretty good, you know? Well, it's a one. T- well, it's not that it's solemn judgment. It's the fact that it's also a one turn floodgate. <coughs> yeah. Yes. And it's a counter trap. That's like. It yeah. can respond to anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and like, and also, yes, your opponent gets to set any trap card they want from their deck, so they can set an IO, whatever. But they can't activate it. Can activate it that turn. But the problem is that, in my own experience, anytime I drop that red reboot, I'm going for game that turn. Exactly. I mean, if you drop red <coughs> reboot, the game's over. So, I, I don't like red reboot. Um, but I also have an OTK deck, so. Still. Um, and I have IO banned. Now, I actually, this is more of a prediction because I think Konami will do it, mm-hmm. not because I think it should be. I personally, <coughs> I'm kind of fine with IO. Um, I think that the card has a lot more interactivity and a lot more skillfulness to it than people seem to realize. Um, I do think that there is a certain amount of, um, especially in games two and three, when people side in Cosmics and Twins. Um, if somebody just activates her duster, you, you just have to chain the IO. But if somebody activates like, uh, let's say Drytron player opens up their turn and goes Nova, do you, do you chain IO there or do you, you know, or is that Nova just bait? Cause if you chain IO and they have twin, you lose. Mm, that, but if that you just, fair. if you let it resolve, then there's going to come a point in their combo where they have to. Either go ahead and shotgun the twin to make sure that their plays are going to resolve, or it's too late. So there is a bit of um, skillfulness to it, but at the same time, the card's not an overly healthy card for the game. A one-off floodgate, I don't, and I understand that. Like, yeah, the life points are mandatory, and it's each standby fades instead of just yours, and it's. Not but optional. It's, all, it's, it's it's also only seven hundred. Yeah, but it can add up fairly quickly. Oh yeah, it absolutely can. But uh, I just IO is a card that we could sit here and talk <laughs> about it all day and change our own minds on a dozen times. Mm-hmm. Um, so IO very good card. Um, I don't necessarily think it. And there's a good chance Konami says, no, it's already had an errata. It's fine at one. It's strong, but it's been at one for a couple of years now, and this is the first time it's ever become a huge problem. Yeah. So, I I don't know. Well, it, to be fair, it's, I think it's also the first time where you had a deck that literally, an entire archetype that literally has, what, two, one spell card that they don't run? Um, It's been the first time in a while, yeah. You know. So, and they could say, you know, um... We'll just, you know, uh, leave IO where it is, hit Tri Brigade, and then just expect IO to fall off. The other thing IO does it is, is the other thing IO does is it does give um, control decks a little bit more power because mm-hmm. um, control decks are struggling at the moment. Uh, oh yeah, like Altergeist, Eldritch, things like that. 
So, I mean, you say that, but <laughs> wasn't there a tournament recently uh, where like, ha- or like, ha- where <clears throat> half a top four was were two alter guys players? Or no, 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 it was. It was a fourth of top eight. We're all we're I think all it was three of the top eight. But yeah, I, something like I, that. I don't think that was really like something you can consistently like. Nah, I, I rely think was, on. I think that was more of a fluke. Yeah, I really do think that. Also, um, my limited list is also a bit more expansive. So newly limited, we have Magical Meltdown. <clears throat> I think that that card is insane. Uh, it prevents you from responding to things, which I hate. Just like I hate Super Poly for the same reason. Um, you can't even respond to like Construct's effect on Summon. You can't respond. I mean, you can't respond to anything. That card is mm-hmm. so ridiculously powerful. It's Let's, not even the Search Alistair that's broken about that card. Yeah. Now, 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 my thing is, I would love for them to hit it to one. I would love for them to do that. I don't think they're going to do it. I respect that. Um, I would love for them to do it. it. It'd be very healthy for this game. You know, the uh, the Invoke players being limited to two of them instead of four. Right, with terraforming. Yeah, with terraforming. Which means that they have to run stuff like set rotation, and then they also have to risk running like pseudo space or something Potentially like that. Potentially metaverse. Potentially metaverse. Yeah. They, they would got, have, they'd have to put a lot more thought into their build. Yeah, yeah. Then just herder, three, three, two, let's go. Right. Um. Well, four, three, four. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, the next card <laughs> I have limited is uh, Tri-Brigade Shurik, the Ominous Omen. I actually didn't limit Revolt in mind because I think that the real inherent power of Revolt comes from, um, like, okay, if you limit Revolt, it's still searchable, and sure, it hurts the deck to, um, it, it limits their follow-ups. Yeah, it does limit their follow-ups and hurt their follow-ups, but if you limit Shureg, it limits all of their combo paths and all of their combo lines, because I find myself all the time... Like if I go through zoo combo, and then I end on, uh, and then I can like I can summon a monster. I can summon a monster. Like if I can, like if there's a way that I can just like, as a follow up to my zoo combo, normal summon a shirt, <laughs> normal summon uh, a a tri brigade, activate effect banish four and go into Shureg, get a banish to clear my opponent's field, and then link those two off into Ferajit, get a search of like a fractal or something. Then summon the, uh, then activate the Ferajit to summon the Tri Brigade. Like, that's amazing. The, the fact that I have that much follow through, um, and it's all because I can make multiple Sure Eggs. I'm not afraid to do that and hard make my Sure Egg if I, you know, if I only, you know, if I have three of them. But if I only have one, then I can't really hard. I have to save it for the revolt. So mm, that's fair. It, there is a bit more interplay, I think, um, <laughs> with Shureg at one because I think Shureg is not just a banish; it's also an extender, which is where it really gets broken. So um, I also have ten key limited. Now I know ten key's been at three for years. It made it all the way through zoo format at three, but I do think that it is. 
it adds an enormous amount of consistency to the deck that can really be cut out. So, um, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, doesn't I mean, isn't ten key just straight up a starter for you? Yeah, it's it's a one card. <coughs> it's like a one card access code. Yeah, that's that's kind of ridiculous. Actually, it's pretty good. It's either one card access code or one card um, sure egg or whatever I need. <coughs> Um, the next card I have limited is Drytron Alpha. So I actually limited Eva, or I banned Eva and limited Alpha. And the reasoning is, is because not only is Alpha, um, not only is the fairy package really good, the Drytron package itself is also really good. Uh, if you look at it, the Drytron deck as a whole is busted. Uh, that deck's insane. It's got the amount of follow-through that it has and the amount of resources. I mean, it, if you ban Eva, even if they cut the fairy package, that deck's still just going to run a Megalith package and have like be able to like pop four cards on your turn. So, the, the, the deck is still extremely high-end Tier 1. In fact, if anything, it might get, might get more consistent with just Eva banned. Ooh, fair point. Because your end board might not be... You, like, you might play for a less... For less you, negates. Right, your end board won't be as high rolly, but I think a Megalith package might be just as consistent. So, um... I, I'm not going to say the deck's going to get better with Eva Band, but um, the deck becomes more mid-rangey. Because you have to go with a completely different build. I think if you're if that with that deck trans like with that deck um transferring into that more mid rangey game, alpha at three is a problem. So I think you have to also limit alpha. I I don't think one hits fixes the deck. Because mm. I, I think even with Evo Band, the deck's power ceiling is insane. That that is fair. Can, uh, again, you also have to consider that even if they don't go the Megalith package, it's probably something else they can do. Just do the fact that they can go into any ritual monster in the game. Yeah, Vendreds, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I do also have the Cat Limited. Oh. Um, I have I do have the Prank Kids Cat Limited, although I could very see Prank Kids missing the list altogether. <coughs> or, instead of the Cat, it could be Doodle Doodle Doo. Um, the other Link, the Link 2 that they run three of. Um... I think that the Doodle Doodle Doog is a great extender. It does a lot for the deck. Whereas, and like having one of the Doodle Doodle Doo makes you much more resource uh, conservative. Whereas, with one cat, the deck's pretty much unplayable. So, that's my whole limited list. I think, oh wait, no, wait, huh? I almost forgot the two cards I was pulling off the ban list. Um, I have Astrograph Sorcerer moving from Forbidden to 1. I think that Astrograph Sorcerer is an amazing card. And I think that Pendulums are still unplayable. So, even if you put Astrograph to one, the deck's still Which is fair. almost unplayable. So Yeah, I think at this point it's done been power crept out. I'm not going to say Pendulum as a... The issue is, like, like I said, you just have to be careful with what you give them. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. they've got like five cards that are banned. You can't just take all the five banned cards and pull them off. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, because yeah, no, then you get Pepe again. Yeah, and, you know, Pepe was good and all, but, like, if you look at, the deck could just do the same, it could just redo its turn over and over every mm-hmm. turn. So, um, yeah, I, I think that that deck is, um, 
I think that pendulums as a whole, like, I don't know. You, you could probably pull stuff off like one at a time and it's probably fine. Um, the next card I have, and I know this is, this is the last card on my limited list. The next card I have is that grass looks greener. I think that this is actually an incredibly interesting card. And it provides an extremely interesting dynamic to the game. So at three, the card is an issue. Because it gives you a consistent way to just mill... You know, if you're running a 60-card deck, it gives you a consistent way to mill 20 cards. Which in decks like Paleo, in decks like Infernoid... Not just Paleo and Infernoid, I mean lots of decks. Three grass is insane. Um, In fact, at three grass, I think you have to run 60 cards. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Or you just lose the game. So, uh, but two grass, they have that in the OCG, but the problem is they won't do that in the TCG because grass is still banned here. So I think one is the first step. But here's the thing is, at one, that grass looks greener is really like, it promotes some innovative deck building, and it makes some cool things possible, like a 60-card paleo list maybe possibility right but the issue is that at one do you really want to run a 60 card list because of a possibility of opening a one up mm. i wouldn't so it you really have to like consider the possibilities there but i think at one honestly that grass looks greener is probably fine in fact i think it's kind of cool at one i think it promotes Really interesting deck building. And even if it doesn't see any play, then what was the harm? You know? Which is fair. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it does... If it's not going to change anything, then what's the issue? You know? Yeah. So. Um, semi-limited. I have Mirage Dalio going to two because I think even at two, most solid decks are only going to play one. Um, I have Red MD going to two because even at two, most Dragon decks are only going to yeah. play one. It's a hard once per turn. It's been errated. They did it in the OCG. It's fine. Uh, Skull Corbett Joker can go to two. I'm fine with that. Um, the card is the deck's still doing nothing. Um, at three, I have Double Iris Magician. So yeah, my twos are just cards that can come off the list. Yeah, they, those cards could all go to three and it'd be fine. And Double Iris was just it was just in uh, what's the word? Uh. <coughs> What's the word for when somebody gets out of jail, but they're not quite free yet? Parole? Parole. Yeah. Yeah. The semi-limited list is just parole. Pretty much, yeah. I mean... So. Yeah, but, like, I mean, that that's what... Again, this is what what you think will happen. Like, I think everything that I've said here should happen. I think yeah. if, if, if they did all of this, then going into Bode, we have an extremely interesting <coughs> game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because you, I mean, you have B-Troopers finally being able to actually do something mm-hmm. uh, before their support, because we don't know what their new support's going to be. Um, then, of course, you also have all the new archetypes that are coming out soon. Right. <coughs> so they have to pay the way for those archetypes. Because as is, I don't think those archetypes are going to be able to do anything with oh, the not. meta we have now. So they have to do something with this meta, otherwise. Well, okay. I say they're not. They can. Hmm? Um, I think Tribrigate's a ridiculously good deck. I think Drytron has an extremely high power ceiling, 
and a high skill ceiling too, and it's a rewarding deck. But uh, I think Konami wants to push the game to be to a more mid rangey place yeah. that they don't currently have. Yeah, so. and then yeah, and then of course, like I said, they also want to push all the new archetypes, which are kind of mid rangey. Oh, they're all extremely mid rangey. Yeah. So, um, but before we talk about those. Let's talk for just a moment about ETB Games. Yes, ETB Games, our local and sponsor. Uh, let's, yeah, uh, we were actually there, what, yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, just hanging out, chilling, one tournament or anything, just hanging out. Um, I mean, it's a great place to just, like you said, we just go there, we go see everybody, we get a bunch of play testing in. We're doing a bunch of prep for a uh, an upcoming tournament, mm-hmm. and we we know that we can always go there, see our friends, and get in good competitive games. Oh yes, very competitive. So, um, plus it's always great to go because they have <coughs> everything you could need for all the games you love. They have all your Magic, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, uh, Warhammer 40k. They have mm-hmm. video games. They have TVs. They have everything you need for every whatever community you're a part of. Actually, while we were there, they were actually in the middle of doing a Magic pre-release thing. Yep, they sure were. Uh, for uh, I think. I think they do it multiple... I think when they do pre-releases for Magic, it takes place over multiple days. It's like a whole yeah, weekend. Yeah, I th- yeah. So they, they really take it seriously. Uh, they put a lot of love and a lot of effort into all of their communities. They they. I've never seen a shop that's so just inclusive and welcoming for <laughs> all of the communities in there. I mean, you don't have like Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh players and Pokemon players all bickering and fighting saying, you know, you know, this is our day at the shop, blah blah blah. No, I mean, it doesn't matter what day it is. Everybody just comes and hangs out, which is yep. wonderful. So, and if you do want to support that shop, there's a link to ETB Games in our description. That is that is etbgames.com, and like I said, the link is in the description below to shop to support the shop. Yep. Go so. check them out. So, there is one more card on my unlimited list. I am, of course, talking about Maxi. So, I have brought Maxi from 0 to 3 on my list. And I do think that this is primarily... This is primarily to promote Cross-Out-Designator. But, I do think that... I mean, it would also promote B-Troopers. Oh, yeah, dude, that card being searchable in B-Troopers is insane. Not just searchable, can't they also recur it and use it more than three times? Um, I don't know about that. They must... I don't, of course, I don't, I don't really know the deck well enough. Yeah, like, if they could, like, if they could figure out how to do that... Oh, yeah. B-Trooper, I think, becomes tier zero. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it, because not only, because, like, even just being able to shuffle it back in the deck... I don't know about tier zero, but it's very good. Well, I mean, imagine being maxied on every single one of your turns. I don't, I don't know that they have a way to do that though. I'll, um, they may not. They may, oh no, they do have a way to shuffle it back in the deck. Sting Lancer. Yeah, Sting Lancer shuffles back in the deck, and they search it, search it again, and then and I, yeah, it is searchable. Wow, you can literally just recur maxi over and over. Yeah. So with B Trooper, if they get going, they'll just keep hitting you with maxi every single turn. That said, I do still think that Maxi <coughs> comes back to three here. I understand that Beach Trooper becomes literally just the best deck. Yeah. But I think Maxi should come back to uh, three. And I think that Maxi should stay banned, personally. Yeah. But 
I think it will come back to three. Yeah, again, them trying to push the cross out designators and B troopers because B troopers are supposed to get more su- support in boat, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they should. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it was the most recent TCG exclusive archetype. <coughs> Not only so, yeah. that, but if I had to guess, it'll probably get really good support in Bode. Oh yeah, like even like even another way to shovel stuff back in the deck. Would yeah, be... or a way to special summon stuff from the graveyard. Yep. So either one of those would work. Yeah. Um. Now, I think that a lot of the so let's talk for a minute about Maxi because I think Maxi has um drawing most of the attention of the community right now um how do you feel about maxi i personally think it needs to stay banned um just due to us being a completely different meta than over in the ocg we're more mid-range to combo oriented meta compared to the ocg's more just straight up control but why is that I just think it has to do with the uh, with the, just the natural mindset of uh, the TCG, Cause, you know, because that's because they have Maxi. It might be because they have Maxi. I think Maxi literally just completely slows down the game. They also don't have B troopers. No, they don't, and they won't for a lot, long while. Probably until next year. Yeah, but regardless. I just think that, um, I think that that's the reason that that the game is so slow over there, is because Maxi at three just causes you to. It, it's it, weird. Yeah, it very much makes it where combo decks just kind of can't exist for the most part. For the most part, I mean, Drytron has three Ben Ten over there, mm-hmm. and the deck is like. Only sometimes wins events. Yeah, but y'all just gotta remember that one Max C and that Drytron player's day is over. Yeah, if they don't have Crossout or uh, Herald and a target. Yeah, then that's it. You're done. Because, yeah, you could take the challenge, but your opponent's just gonna keep drawing into hand traps to stop you. Right. That's part of the issue with Max C in today's day and age is because you cannot play through Max C and end on an appropriate board. Because your opponent is not only going to draw into all of their power pieces to break your board, they're also going to draw into a bunch of hand traps, forcing you to end on an extremely subpar board. Nothing nothing hurts more than right before you're about to make your uh, one of your Omni Negates getting nibbed because your opponent drew it off of Maxi. Yeah, I mean, Maxi forces... Okay, so you, Maxi will almost always be a one-for-one. Because if you're smart, you activate it like activate Alpha Tribute Ben Ten Chain Maxi. Yeah, or you're guaranteed to get a draw right there. Or uh, normal summon Beach Trooper Scout Buggy Maxi Chain, chain Maxi the normal summon yeah. or the activation of the effect. Yeah. Yep. Or even better, wait, see if your opponent does normal summon Scout Buggy, affect the Scout Buggy, affect the Scale Bomber, then pitch Maxi. You get two draws guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, there's ways that you can stack it where. You can just go plus infinity. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the card causes... <coughs> so, even if the, you only get a one-for-one, one, right? You cycled some of your hand. And <coughs> you are only at... Your, your opponent's on an extremely subpar board. Mm-hmm. Right? So then, 
unless your opponent has maxi to even the game state, it forces a situation where your opponent ha either has to have maxi or has to have all the interruptions, which is where a combo deck comes in. I mean, which is where a control deck comes in. A control deck doesn't really mind maxi. Like Eldritch, Eldritch doesn't <laughs> care about maxi. Eldritch is just going to set four and pass. Oh no, you got your one draw because I special summoned Golden Lord. Right, yeah. Oh no! Set five pass. Maxi in a vacuum, sure it boosts control decks, but it causes an issue where... Okay, so we let's think about it like this. Upstart Goblin is at one in the TCG, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because uh, it essentially allows you to run a 37-card deck... At three. At three, which... Breaks the rules of the game. Not only does it, well, kind of. the the big the big the big point the big point is that it gives you much more consistency. Right. So if just being able to draw a single card causes a card to be limited, what about Maxi? Who can call? Who can? Who there? Who there is a circumstance where if you draw Maxi, you lose the game. It can happen because your opponent can deck you out. Allah. Colossal Fighter. Not even Colossal Fighter. Some decks can just summon that much. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm just saying, just for uh, sake of, just for an example, um, over there, uh, yep. Sword Souls running Colossal Fighter, literally for normal summon this monster, activate effect to get a, to get a tuner, right. Maxi. Yeah. Oh, you have a monster that is 29, that's 3,000 attack points, make Colossal Fighter a good game. Yeah. Because there's no, re there's <clears throat> no recourse to it. So yeah, you better have you better have that D Fisher Sacred Armor on board. Yeah. So the other thing about Max C is that <coughs> it. How do I put this? Max C. So if to finish up my analogy, analogy. If you have Max C at three copies, you are at best. Running a 37 card deck. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, at worst, running a 37 card deck that puts your opponent in bad situations every time. Yep. Because That's... no matter what, you're going to get a one for one if you activate it smartly. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Either that or you're just going to end their turn. Either way, you win. Mm hmm. So, unless you... you're, literally, unless your opponent also has Maxi in hand. Right. So, if you can either guarantee a one for one or just end their turn, I mean, it's like upstart but better. It's literally upstart. But better, because all Upstart does is net you one just a one-for-one. One. And even then, you give your opponent life points for it, right? Yeah. yeah. At least there's some kind of a trade-off. Yeah. Maxi, there's no trade-off. You just win. Yeah. The so. supposed trade-off is the discarding of the Maxi. Which is not even not much of a loss, because the Maxi... It just immediately replaces itself, first yeah. off. Exactly. Not only is it going to immediately replace itself, but it's going to replace itself with a card that you can... Either a hand trap that you can then use later in the turn. Or even a starter that you didn't have before. Exactly. The, the card is, without a doubt, <laughs> one of the most insane cards in the game's history. Because not only does it make... Not only does it raise the power ceiling of the entire format... <coughs> it it increases the consistency of every deck that runs it. Oh, yeah. By near... In, infinitesimally. Right. So... I understand the arguments for it coming back, which is, like I said, increasing the, uh, giving, co giving control decks more of an opportunity to play the game. But, I mean, if that were the case, then, like, control decks would be all the rage in the OCG, right? Mm hmm. 
But and sure, we always say OCG is more of a control oriented meta. Yeah. But is it actually, or is it just more of a mid rangey meta? Um. It. <coughs> okay, so the. Yes, it is. It is more rangy than the TCG is right. Right, the second. Right, right now. But that's because it's mid range to control, as opposed to like, like there's a sliding scale. Mm-hmm. They're in between control and mid range. We're over almost all the way on com- mid range and combo. Yeah, uh, way more on the combo side. Yeah, tweaked way over toward combo. Right, and I get that. But I don't necessarily know that that's a bad thing. Um, I don't know. I I I enjoy the idea of there being. Um, I don't know. I I like more mid rangey stuff. I like a more mid rangey format. I like more mid rangey decks. So for me, I'm more of a fan of Maxi being banned. But. I mean, I don't see it happening. I see them unlimiting it because of Crossout Designator. Um, I actually see them not touching it at all. Because um, the only reason is because there's no reprint yet. As far as we know, they don't have a reprint planned, and they would 100% go, "Hey guys, we're reprinting Max C. Be sure to buy the set now." I don't think they would announce it. You know why? Hmm. Because they did not announce it in uh, the gold series from last year with Harpy's Feather Duster. Mmm, that is fair. They also did not announce it with Crossout Designator <coughs> in the tins. They just threw it in there. Again, that is fair. So, um... But at the same time, I'm pretty sure Konami at this point knows that the vendors are going to tell everyone what's in them. Yeah, they're going to get they're gonna get free press no matter what <coughs> off, of early, off of early access and early coverage. Yeah. So, I don't see a reason for them to do it. So, that that's our ban lists. Um, Those are our thoughts. Yeah, that's kind of our thoughts here. I do think that we can pretty much wrap it up. Um, honestly, we could talk about how our, um, how our ban lists impact the meta and what results they would have post-meta, but to be honest with you, I... I don't really think that it makes. <sighs> I don't I mean, really think it makes much sense to talk about it because one, our ban lists are so different, and two, yeah. we don't really know what things are going to be like until bode. The, the, until yeah, post bode or until the ban list actually comes out. Yep. Uh, Particular. Okay, so like, if they did literally everything that we just said, um, if you if you don't have your maxis already, too late. Yep. Way too late, and if they don't reprint it. Looks like you're not playing the game. Yeah, because like, there's no way you're going to win without Maxis. Yeah, the common Maxis, if they don't reprint, are going to jump to 25 to 30 easy. easily. And then easy. All, yeah, and then like all the rest of them are going to be $50, $60 a pop. Minimum. Minimum. And you have to run maximum, otherwise you just lose. There is no... Um, and then, if, then of course, we also have to know what the new B-Trooper cards are going to be. Yeah, yeah. B-Troopers become the best deck if Maxi goes to three. Yeah. Um, and that's even, like, that's even before... The, the the new stuff. Now let's say for sake of armor they don't re, uh, they don't do the maxi at all. Uh, they just keep it banned, whatever. Um, then it would entirely really depend on all the new all the beachroom support in Bode, right? Because we know all the sword soul support. We know f- what Flunderies does, right? 
you know, we know what all those do. We don't know what the Beecher stuff is. Also, in Synchro Storm, we also have Lyrilis <laughs> coming. We yeah, have all the, all the stuff. All the, the Fleur stuff. The generic Winged Beast support. Yep. That, so. a lot, that just about any deck that runs a Winged Beast is probably going to use. Honestly, I don't think this ban list needs to do much at all. It like, like okay. I, I don't think they really need the touch. I think they could literally just ban Eva, limit Shureg, and do nothing else, and it would probably be fine. Oh yeah, like just kind of l- rain in just dry Tron and try to be just a little bit. The only issue <coughs> with, though is that if they don't touch Prank Kids, Prank Kids becomes kind of insane. That is fair. Uh, when the Brave tokens come out, yes, because then they get Brave Brave Kids, as I like to call it. Yeah, yeah. Or prank tokens. Yeah, prank tokens, brave kids, whatever you want to call it. Right. So, <clears throat> I think it'll be interesting. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. Yep. So, so thank you everybody so much for listening to today's episode. Yeah, one it's last, kind of a kind of a shorter one. Yeah, but, but I mean, as you can probably hear, yeah, we're actually both sick. I turns out I have bronchitis and I have like severe inflammation in my lungs. So talking for this long is actually kind of difficult. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and for me, it's just some really, really bad allergies. Yeah. So I've basically got hay fever, I think. Yeah. So we are safe. We are good. It's not COVID. We've been tested. Yep. Uh, we always, you know, if something comes up, we always do that to be sure that we're good before we hop in a studio together. Oh, absolutely. But, um, but we do want to thank you so much for tuning in today, for checking us out. It makes a, you know, it means the world to us that so many people do listen and support us. Um, thank you again to our patrons. Thank you all to everybody in our Discord for giving us topics to talk about. Um, be sure to check us out on Twitter. Be sure to check out Team Dark Arm Dealings. Their link is in the description below. That's our sister channel on YouTube. Uh, be sure to check out ETB Games. Their link will also be in the description on our YouTube. And be sure to leave reviews for us if you are on Apple Podcast because we have no more reviews to read out. Uh, we also need some more ratings. It helps our algorithm a ton, and it really makes means the world to us. You know, give us uh, reviews to read, please. Yeah, and not just that, but I mean, how many times do you go in to look at a podcast, and you look at it, and you're like, eh, it doesn't really have many reviews. It doesn't really have any ratings. Yeah, yeah. So why bother? Right. So those reviews and those ratings help us to basically convince people to l- listen to the show without even saying it. Mm-hmm. so because that's that's coming from you guys so um so be sure to do all that and if you would like to come chat and hang out meet us on the discord server have a good day everyone take care well so thank you everybody for listening to that episode but now we have to give you the rest of the episode because konami was not kind enough to wait until wednesday like we so kindly asked them to so uh as a result uh because we are now off of our normal recording schedule, Caleb was not able to come over tonight. Plus, he's sick, so get well soon, buddy. But instead, I have joining me, I have the the large avian individual, Mr. Skyhawk himself, and of course, Dylan from Team Dark Arm Dealings, both of which are regular friends of the podcast. How are you doing for tonight, fellas? I'm doing pretty good. Oh. I'm solid. I'm uh, I'm sitting at home. I had some pizza, and uh, I'm, I'm ready to talk about the band list. Pizza, election coverage, and a ban list? That's a big day for you. Yep, uh, us Canucks have got a busy day today, especially for Yu-Gi-Oh fans. We've got uh, uh, two different uh, hands of the law to decide between uh, Konami and the federal government. (laughs) Well, we do have a lot to talk about as far as the ban list is concerned. So, um, for those that are unaware, 
We normally record on Sundays. The ban list dropped on Monday. So we decided rather than do an entire new ban list episode and change our entire um, our entire recording schedule, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to record a ban list reaction right here on the uh, and put it in on the end of the episode. And then kind of look back at what we got right versus what we got wrong from the from the episode that just aired that you just heard. So um, just scrolling through it, we've we've all seen the ban list yet at this point, right? Yep. OK, so our newly forbidden card is Zodiac Barrage. It's the only one which is just just laughably bad, right? I don't think I don't think, yeah. I don't think anybody saw this one coming, at least like. They thought it was a possibility, but it did, they didn't think it would actually happen. Normal people didn't see that coming. I, that's that's kind of ridiculous to me, actually. I'm not gonna lie to you. I yeah, think it I... was always like an outside possibility. Like, okay, they're not gonna. They like if they don't directly hit Tri Brigade, they could do it. But I thought they would just like leave it at the thing that's later on the list and not touch this. Like it, it, it kind of makes sense, but like. I don't really see why it wasn't that big of a deal. You could have done other things and hit the Zubrigade engine and like the Zubrigade deck without barrage. Cause like, I, like realistically, like that's fine. I'll just cut barrage. It's not an issue at all. I mean, so, yeah, I think a lot of the issue and I don't know if we can, if you want to go into like what we thought should have happened, right. uh, but go I think Chaka nine should have been the uh, one to take the L here. Personally, mm, yeah, I, like maybe I we discussed that before. I, I think I actually uh, my audible prediction was because I think they were going to try to solve the Zeus problem in some way. Uh, I thought they were going to ban um, Borbo to stop the direct attack Zeus, and then it would just be like some bodies. But I mean, I guess this kind of just takes Zoo out behind the shed. Yeah, yeah, for real. But the crazy thing is that sure. the Tri Brigade relevant parts are still playable. You can still play one rat and like three Thoroughblade and just still play it. Like like normal summon yeah. rat is still really good, you know? You're basically trading like you're clogging on your normal summons a bit, but you can still make Zeus and you can still do some bodies. It's like wonky, yeah. but you can do it. It didn't really change anything about the list except for like you just have to increase your actual zoo monsters and yeah. yeah the extra normal summon is kind of wonky and if i'm running that many normal summons especially with the consistency it's like we'll see later i would almost just rather run the cat build but I, I don't know i think there's maybe like a meld of the two that might be possible i mean you say that like it's like you're running extra normal summons but then like you're putting in more thoroughblades so it's like the thoroughblade kind of circumvents you drawing two thoroughblades in the first place yep. yeah um, that's true but yeah uh, it's, it's weird. It's a weird one. It is. It's really. It was really unexpected. No, nobody that looked at the band section was like, you know, what would go good here. A barrage. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody said that. Everybody yeah. was like, you know, what would good, good, good here. Uh, all these cards on Sonny's list that are not here. <laughs> That's true. I mean, so, uh, well, well, we'll see more of that as we go on, I guess. But uh, yeah, both of your predictions were. Uh, interesting in very different ways and like that's compared to what actually happened yeah so the next card we have we're let's moving into the limited section we have eva um this is a card that 
Yeah, this is a card that Caleb and I both called to be banned. It, in fact, I feel like the community as a whole was pretty agreed upon. Like, yeah, this is just going to go. This is this is it. It's gone. But I, like, I, this is just this is garbage. I actually said like Eva and Beatrice should be banned on this list. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing the deck. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to put on the cynical hat for a second here. Uh, I understand why they limited it instead of banning it. There's a fairy structure deck piece. Uh, stuff that's coming out and eva is like one of the main enablers of some of their stuff so like i kind of get it um but at the same time i feel like ban eva doesn't functionally change anything the only thing that it actually does in regards to how the deck functions competitively is it knocks one or like if you reroute the combo really it only knocks one negate off of your herald of ultimateness and it makes the deck more susceptible to droplets uh, because if they have to Beatrice to combo, then they have to send Eva with Beatrice in your turn, you can droplet it. But other than that, it doesn't do anything. They could just swap it for a random one of, or like, I'd readjust the ratios for cross out now because maybe they'll have the space. Or, I, I, I hate yeah. this. I don't know why they didn't just ban it. It's really ugh. So like, Or, here's something we were talking about <laughs> earlier. Here's the goo. I figured out combo. <laughs> um. Do you want to? Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. It's like I like doing perfectly there. My bad. There's <laughs> actually a way that you can do M7 and then bounce the Eva to your hand, like within the combo, and still make Beatrice to get it there. Um. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what it is before I decide. Um. So like, it's it's really and truly just like uh. So you're you're missing an Eva, so you play like another. Idaton, or I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Idaton that takes spot. Um, but uh, you make Beatrice, uh, you send the Eva, uh, you banish the two fairies, um, and then at, at some point right here, you can link off the Beatrice and another monster. Um, and then because you have uh, you the only issue with this combo is that normally you get to ritual summon Benton uh, after tributing it. Like at the beginning of the combo with like Zeta, um, you get to tribute it on board, uh, because you get to activate the ritual spell three times in the combo. Um, so like instead of doing it there for that, you'd have to either have two Idatins or you'd have to leave it, um, either leave it in graveyard and not get the extra tribute, and you'd have to. A summon Benton, affect Minionis, target the um, Exceed, add it back to hand, um, activate it again, summon the Idaton, then add it back to your hand, and you can make M7 and then get the Eva back to your hand. M7, um, no. But also, you, you do have to open up a, a few cards to do it, and I'm not really sure if it's worth it, but you, stu you still can get to um, Eva's off. Eva's. I just, I just don't want it to be true. Like, this is what I mean. Like, what? Why would they not just ban this card? Or if they like didn't want to ban Eva for reasons involving the structure deck, the limit Alpha. Alpha's not in the tins. I like, called the Alpha a limit, but no. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But uh, yeah, like this. This is, I think, the main thing that that makes me like angry about this list is this should have been a. A much different hit to Tron, and because it isn't, the format will be worse for it. 
Um, I don't necessarily know that I agree with that. Um, I think that Drytron is also already a, and I can I can already hear Dylan's eyes rolling. I think it's already a somewhat fragile deck. Um, uh, sure. <sighs> How do I say this? You do have to plan to be able to play against the deck. You have to plan for. Um, you have to. Basically, your deck has to be able to run a dozen hand traps because you have to see like two hand traps in your opener. But if you're running a deck that can consistently see a couple of hand traps in your opener, you can probably beat the deck. So, um, yes, Drytron is an issue in the format. I'm not going to say it's not, but I think it is a little bit more fragile than uh, people give it credit for. Um. Now, I haven't done much testing, obviously, since the bandage came out. So, like, saying the, the whole M7 combo, it might not even be worth it. Because um, it does make your, your your combo a lot more fragile to hand traps. Because, as like I said, you can't use that second Benton search. So, you can't really complete the Orange Light Ava. Or, uh, you, have to, you have to use the first Benton search to get Diviner if you don't already have it. So, it does make the combo more fragile. So, I, like I said, I'm not sure it's actually worth it. Right. Well, the point is it's there, so do with that information what you will, people. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing, let's let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about uh the next limit, which is prank kids meow meow moo. I think this one's a little bit more interesting than most people think. Um I think that a lot of people were calling for the chicken here. Instead they got the cat, which I've said previously makes the deck unplayable, but through listening to others' opinions and doing a little bit more research into it, I don't think the deck is unplayable, but the follow-through is not as good. Yeah, you have a... There's, like, a very specific trade-off that can get made here. Uh, With Dodo, it was, like, it made the deck more susceptible to hand traps. This actually kind of weakens the end board, or it weakens the recovery. Because, like, you either have the option to shuffle it back with something like pranks, uh, and then your butler only gets one activation, or you have to try to play to like make another butler on your opponent's turn after you resolve it, which is really high roll. Uh, or right. you leave the meow and you don't shuffle it in the end phase, uh, and you get your two activations, but your follow up is much much worse. Um, right, especially if like your butler gets beaten. So I suspect pranks might start to like lean back into relying on like stuff like there can be only one again. Uh, just because that can be like a backup plan for if they end up having like stuff cleared and they can stall the game out a little bit to draw enough pieces to go off again. Uh, I don't know. Gross. I feel like this is like fine. Fine. This is harsher than the, frankly, this is harsher than the hits to Tri Brigade and Drytron. And I think that's nuts. I don't understand why Prank Kids is the deck that gets the hardest hit of the three. I think uh, that there's a possibility that it's because of the. Uh, brave token stuff coming oh it's like a preemptive hit yeah that makes sense makes a lot more sense than what i was telling you earlier (laughs) actually yeah i guess um Uh, well to be fair though uh prank kids can like they can realistically do their board and also in on a best dweller like in a rank four with with the regeki so like um I'm not sure if it actually kills the deck. You know what I mean? Yeah, do they yeah. just shift to, like, Exceed? Uh, I, like, they probably either shift to Exceed or, like, go back on, the, like, the main deck. There can be only ones and stuff like that. And, I mean, like, 
cross out is a thing so they can play that to insulate their turn one play more so i i uh, i don't know i i understand this i just don't understand why the hit is harsher than, than the other two top decks i don't think that makes sense even if it's like a preemptive break token hit yeah i i think that they were just struggling to find something else good to hit the deck with to be honest that's true. It is hard to hit. Uh, we were like in in the jank tank discourse arena. We we had people being like semi limit all the main deck prank kid names. <laughs> I think that's how hard we were reaching to try to find something that actually like matters. So I get it. I just I think it's weird. That sounds like Caleb's way of fixing Alistair and making him <laughs> a monster. Oh my god. Limited I'll never get tired of that. Alistair to two. <laughs> no, dude. Make Alistair a Gemini monster. I'm telling you, that's the answer. Oh. Caleb has it right. Ooh, I like that. I, mean, I think everybody would like that. No, but so. the problem there is that then, then they always have the double summon. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And they can play Gemini Spark. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gemini sparked it to Necrofusion. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no. They're, you absolutely know that they would 100% they did. If they're going to errata that, if they're going to errata Alistair to be a Gemini, they're also going to errata Meltdown to make Alistair a, uh, to make Meltdown a double summon. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that Once per turn, you can summon one additional monster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how, that's the only way we get Meltdown banned. I mean, are, is it worth it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next card that got limited after the cat is, of course, Fire Formation Ten Key. Um, I mean, there, there's the Tri Brigade hit, or as much of one as we'll see on this list. Yeah, I don't know, Sonny. You're the one who's been playing uh, Tri Brigade more than either of us have. Like, what do you, what do you think about, uh, what do you think about the barrage ban and the Ten Key limit as to, as to like where the deck goes from here? I was running forty two cards. I'll cut the two Ten Keys and the barrage. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw in an upstart and I'm good. Yeah. Uh, format fixed, everybody. Welcome to Yu-Gi-Oh. I realistically, oh I, I really, and I mean this sincerely, I say that. What I'm probably going to end up doing, though, is um, I'm actually not going to put in a third Thoroughblade. I was thinking about it. I don't think I will. Because I mm -hmm. do think that the two-in-one ratio there on rats and Thoroughblade is still correct because you still have a normal summon rat to grab a Thoroughblade and dump. And then you still have a Thoroughblade in deck that you can get either off a 10 key or hard draw it or whatever. Um, that will still allow you to go into Borbo without having an unnecessary Thoroughblade in deck. But what I think you can do is you can cut down in other places on certain hand traps to fit in a cat package with this. Because literally, all they did was give you deck space to run more starters. So... Now you can run cats and just have even more starters. Yes, you're still very normal summon reliant, but if you run just like two cats instead of three, then you can, uh, it gives you a little bit more versatility. If you can special summon the Karas, uh, banish, if you have a way to banish four for Omen, and then you can link off the Karas and the Omen for the Fergit, and then use the Omen to search rescue cat. Um, the versatility there is really, really interesting. So, um, cat becomes either a starter or an extender, depending on your situation, which I think is probably the route to go now because of the lack of consistency of the Zodiac engine. That's true. So I, 
point to make here, uh, other people have made this point. With the limitation of Tenki, this is actually the most that Zodiac has been hit on the list ever. Despite the fact that it's basically just an engine in, in the one deck, it is Zodiac is more banned than it was when it was, like, hit back really? when it wasn't, like, tier zero. Yeah. No, because, like, back when it was, right, it was, like, Dryden banned, uh, Broadbull banned. Oh, because Tenki and, never and, got hit. Because Tenki never got hit, and Barrage was never hit, if I'm not mistaken. Until, no, Barrage until, was until Dryden... Before. Oh, was Barrage banned before? I, uh, I thought, according, um, to t- according to Twitter, it was. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I know... Because Barrage went, I know it was at three, and then it went to one when Dryden came back. But even even so, that's still now Dryden, uh, Barrage, uh, Broadbill Band, and now Tanky to one. I just think yeah. it's really funny. It's kind of funny. You know so. what? I, I think I think you're right. I think uh, Barrage was at three, and the, yeah, no. When they brought Dryden back, they dropped it to one. Because I seen I saw memes of like the whole Thanos was it worth it meme for that <laughs> no yeah, I th- exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure when i came back into the game barrage was at one well yeah I yeah I, I think that's it was at one when dryden was a thing yeah yeah but oh i don't know maybe there's maybe there's been i don't know it's probably honestly those cards have moved around more than probably any other cards in the entire ban list yeah the zodiac engine second, second only to like uh malicious <laughs> yeah malicious has a history and speaking of, let's go into the semi-limited list. Hooray! <laughs> so, of course, uh, the semi-limited list, a lot of people wanted abolished. I enjoyed the semi-limited list, but we're not going to get into all that. Uh, first one is Danger Nessie, went from one to two. I've never played in a game where the Danger package was at full power. I, have n- I know nothing about how good the Dangers are. Is this okay? I think a lot of the stuff that made them bad is gone and there are more counters to the deep draw deck that exists i think this is probably fine nessie is obviously the scariest of them because while the other like dangers are like level three extenders which is dangerous for cherubini turbo decks um the package itself has really just done nothing aside from just being those niche pieces and like seeing play in grand maju Nessie is the most dangerous of them because of what it, like, does for consistency. Because, like, all of the other dangers when they're discarding, like, Jackalope summons from deck. Uh, Suchinoko summons right. itself. The Bigfoots are removal. And Ogopogo sends to graveyard, yada yada. Uh, and it's level 7, so it doesn't, like, mesh as well with stuff. But Nessie reloads another danger to your hand, which lets you dig through your deck further than the other dangers actually do. Uh, if, if, if the Nessie itself gets hit out of your hand. So that's why it, it's, like the last one of these to come off. I think there are decks that will play this. Grand Maju 100% is playing the second Nessie, so they can dig through the deck further. Uh, I think some this deep draw it's decks not the last might one try to creep in. This is, yeah. No, Jackalope and Suchinoko are still at one. Yeah. Are they still at one? Yeah. Yeah. What? I'm insane. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I've I've been corrupted by the moron ban list tournament. Uh, wait, oh my but if, goodness! Then why is Nessie coming to two? Look, why this one? I want to say this. Uh, I'm having a day, man. <laughs> I think I, thought, I think the I reason they were at three. I'm crazy. Nessie's not like as broken as the other two right now because of fan likes, Probably, yeah, might be why. Yeah. Um, also, like, 
it's honestly a really slippery slope, slippery slope with uh, the dangers because like once you give them too much, like the fact that skull dread still exists, I think makes an argument to where like I, I don't know. I think they'd be I think they'd be really good with something if they came back. Like they definitely couldn't bring back Colossus, and then then they couldn't do it. Um, Wait, when you say of, Colossus, yeah. Danger Thunder. Um. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like this approach. Then let's like peel off the dangerous one by one, and then once there's a deck where there's like a critical mass of them that it's too good, then you peel them back. Uh, I'm good with kind of messing with it a bit. I think it's like one of the more boring cards that could have pulled off the list and been fine. But yeah, dangerous just kind of become an issue with like curious and Skulldred, like because they're all dark and they're all different types. They make curious real easy. You get like combos that just get to floodgates and then or like just Skulldred or just combos. do what I did and at the last tournament that we were at I went four for five on my danger hits just that simple <laughs> yeah yep. I mean it's just, it's just that easy sometimes uh next is malicious that didn't move it's still at two next is perform foul skull Krapat joker from one to two I called this I t told you but I mean like Realistically, Pendulum's not doing anything with uh with Electromite at zero, so like this is fine, right? Yeah, this yeah. doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Consensus, yes, is fine. Uh, <laughs> this next one is actually to me the most interesting only thing on the entire list. Uh, emergency teleport to two. This is potentially spooky. Uh, Ooh, spooky. Yeah. Oh, you know. Uh, yeah. No. That's this is the thing that Konami is uh, going to scare us with going in Halloween season. Uh, I. I. This is a bit spooky. This is a really, really, really strong generic card. I do think it's really funny that this is actually a buff to Virtual World, um, because like the added consistency of being able to get a Virtual World name on board without using the normal summon is is huge for playing through interaction on top of just overall consistency. Uh, so I think it's really funny that they've hit the other, like, of the top four decks, but right. Virtual World is getting this, like, indirect buff for no I don't think that they're doing this for buff. Virtual World. Well, not specifically, but it has the effect that Virtual World gets better as a result of it. Yeah, uh, but this is all for the cards coming in Grand Creators, which I guess they could have waited to do, but that's what this is for. Yeah, this is for the, the the punk archetype. Shoutouts to you mutant players. Uh, hey who, who yo didn't get, who, who didn't get etelli to two but you get it now so congrats yeah they were like okay we know mutants gonna be bad but uh, <laughs> but the punks yeah are also gonna be bad but you know we gotta make them less bad so that something other than brave token people actually think about exactly Itelli, uh i think it kind of just poses an issue with future games is on i don't think Virtual world right now would be much better with Etelli, like become more of an issue than it already is. In the format. I think two is the perfect number because it's a mixture of psychics high. and worms. Yeah, like, I, I think I think two is even if the card was at three, I think virtual world would run two. And I know that that sounds really dumb, but realistically, when you think about it, doesn't it have to be a level three or lower psychic? Yeah. Yeah. But so your targets are Lulu and Nyan Nyan, exactly. And you only run two Nyan Nyan anyway, right? Yeah. Nyan is 
really stupid to get out of yeah. the deck, though. The yeah, then you contribute it for driver. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then that's a level six, right? No, uh, the reason that the reason no, that, that came is, up that happened at our locals over the weekend nice. and it won the game. It won the game. <laughs> that's, that, that's what you do. What you got to do. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. the reason that Itelli is is I think like a, a more significant buff than people are talking about is is specifically because it allows you to get another name on board without committing to the normal summon. That's a body. Um, like that lets you play through so many more hand traps without committing to that normal summon. Uh, it makes it a lot easier to do charge warrior earlier in your combos. Uh, That's true. So I, I actually view this as a rather significant buff uh, to to the consistency and the resiliency of of virtual world. I don't I don't like it's not like it's going to make some insane difference, but it is like it's relevant that that VW is getting a buff and the other three decks are being scaled back. I think that this moves the deck moves uh, VW into the top three in the format personally. Probably, to be frank, like I mean, people like might prepare for it. Stuff like format shifts will move stuff in. Uh, VW, yeah. I don't know if they have like actively the room to play cross out. So there's going to be some weird format dynamics. Oh, they're going to have um, to make the room. They'll have to drop like like if they're running <laughs> tactics, they'll just have to drop the tactics. Yeah, that's true. That's also possible. I don't know. It's going to be weird. Uh, shout outs to um, the Cosmo players. Uh, I know you've been waiting Yo. forever. Uh, Yo, they're one Itali away from that deck being at full power. You can play five farm girl now. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Yep. So <clears throat> I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about right now because I've never played Cosmo, but yeah, that's what I've heard. It's good for them. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. That no, uh, we were Dylan and I were talking about this earlier. Um, Dylan, you were saying that uh, Etelli was the reason that, uh, like the reason that Etelli went to one was because of Cosmo. Right. Yeah. No, it was during that format. That was actually one of the hits they made to Cosmo specifically. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm fine with it. Last, honestly, I think it's cool. Yeah. Last note on this: I'm cool with trying it, but this does spook me out a little bit. Uh, I. A lot of decks, I think, probably will still be playing the Gamma package if they can. And Itelli being extra free tuner bodies, I think, is a bit scary. Uh, for example, I think this opens up a lot of random possibilities to raise the ceiling in a bunch of weird decks. Uh, Dinosaur will play this as an extender, frankly. What? Um, I am, yes. No, seriously. Uh, I will, And it's actually cracked. Uh, I will be playing this in Fluffle with Recover because uh, it allows me to Itelli out to um a, a recover to go with dog uh make a nat beast and then use recover as an additional link extender um That's there are more targets thing. in the game than you would think uh even like some generic decks might play a nyan nyan just to eat telly it out like level three spam probably like does this to nyan nyan link it off and then when you summon another level three pull back the nyan um i, I think there are decks that will definitely use it to do that kind of stuff uh, and any deck that's playing the Gamma package that, like, has any kind of link climb aspect to this is probably looking at, now that you can play two of this instead of just one, I think it'll see space. You know, I said Cosmo was the reason, and it probably was part of it, but not that I remember, actually. Uh, there's a deck that Christopher LeBlanc uh, created. It was a uh, Omega Handloop deck, and I believe it probably played the max number of that card also. And Kanali doesn't yeah. like decks like that. 
Yeah, it's so it is like I think this is cool that they're bringing it to two to experiment with because obviously it works for punks. There are rogue decks that benefit from this. There are meta decks that benefit, but it is a bit scary. So keep an eye out for what this is doing because it, I think I think this is maybe a bit more powerful than it lets on. Yeah, I I don't disagree that this is a powerful move, um, but I don't know that. It, I mean, it's not going to break the format. I just I do think it's the most interesting thing on this list. So I, I really do. I agree. I'm with you there. Um, the last thing on this list is Double Iris Magician to three. I think everybody and their mother called this. It was fine when it was on parole. Now it can come out. It's not well, Electromite. What? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, I, I think a, like a Frank like is maybe a bit dangerous. Uh, Astrograph could maybe pull off so long as they decide to just never unban Electromite ever again. Like, call Astrograph to one, but no. Yeah, because I think like. Because the thing is, like, if you like Astrograph and people play Wavering Eyes, the deck is still a bit fragile, but you can actually play like Time Pendulum Graph Control. And that doesn't sound like it would be a terrible deck in the format. So, yeah. like, I, I think that would be cool, but I mean, I guess not. Yeah, I think it would be kind of cool, and like, I'm fine with it. As long as the, as long as pendulums aren't like, you know, actually good. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are you are a firm believer in in Konami's anti pendulum uh, agenda. Sonny, <laughs> I think that that's the one thing that Konami's gotten correct. Honestly, there will be a day <laughs> where the pendulum deck comes back, Sonny. There and will be a day at that time when pendulum is playable again. I will make a Patreon goal. Where with for enough money I'll play it, but until that time, I'm going to thoroughly avoid it. So, yeah. Uh, was there anything else that y'all wanted to talk about? Yeah, I guess maybe to wrap up, uh, just because I think this is a good question, and I'm curious what you think, and I'm sure the viewers probably are too. Um, what do you think the format looks like after this? It's pretty much the same, except the only difference is personally, uh, I think that. Drytron and Tribrigade are still far and away the best decks currently. Virtual World moves up into the number three spot. Prank Kids moves down into like maybe the five spot. And I think that the ever eternal uh, PK Fire is about number four. And I don't think people give that deck enough credit, especially since the Dragoon engine did not get touched. Uh, okay, Dylan, what do you think? Because I definitely have a take here. That is maybe a bit spicy. Ooh. There was a uh, point like here where like Virtual World, yeah, it's 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 a competitor, but I still feel like Family's like highly slept on, and I do think like the Etelli actually helps them also. Um, Ooh, maybe not as much as World, as Virtual World, um, but uh, my friend Cameron has a list on the on the channel, and he has some spice, and like I feel like there's so much that you can do with that deck. Um, Things like Psychic Wielder. Psychic Wilder, the Sangan is insane. Like, I, the thing is, you can get an extender with the Sangan, and you can also just get like a hand trap. So it's like either it's like a negate for the other turn, or if you need to play through something, like if you don't have enough gas, you can just search the Psychic Wilder. It doesn't activate, and you know, Sangan's Arada, you can't activate the effect of the Monster Summon, but it's just an inherent summon, so you can just put it out there. Just, um, but. I think it's either one of those decks, but besides that, the format stays the same. I think Prank Kids comes down, and either Fanlights or Virtual World just takes that slot. Okay. So, I have a slightly different take, and I really, really don't want to say this. Say it! But, but I think Dragon Link is the best deck going into the next format, and I don't think it's close. 
Um, I'm not going to say I don't think it's close, but you might be right. I think I think Dragonlick is the best deck, uh, and I, I hate that Konami has created the environment for it to be the like a top two or the best deck for like the sixth format. Please just ban spheres. Do whatever you have to do to just kill this deck forever. Let me cast space. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm good with that. Um, but that would like, be a really good hit to the deck. A, something underrated is that, especially with the Chaos Bench engine, um, they can play both Etelis as extenders because they will play the Gamma package uh, as, as a hand trap to enable that. Um, uh, the, the hits to all the other decks, like power level down, people aren't preparing for Dragon Link. Dragon Link has the non-engine space to play cross out if they really want. Uh, Tri Brigade having its consistency lowered means they don't have to worry about a Zeus on the crackback, and it's maybe a bit easier to play through the board. Um, uh, the fact that you still have to dedicate so much side deck space to Drytron specifically um, means that the bigger impact hand traps that hurt Dragon Link uh, won't be played as much because you still have to dedicate that space to Tron. Uh, and there's more rocket stuff coming in Bode. Uh, so um... I think... I, I think Dragon Link is probably the to best. To be fair, the rocket stuff coming in Bode is, uh, I'll just say, less than impactful. I think Caliber is underrated. I'm going to say this. Um, I, I, like I said before, yes, you can double Eva. But also at the, on the same coin, like I said, it's not, I don't know if it's actually worth it yet. Um, but because oh, on, of the lost, fact that you can. Hot. What's up? Okay, you there? I made it. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, here. Skyhawk. We lost you for a minute. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but because of the fact there's only one Eva, that means like I'm not ending on double orange, like double diviner. So like now, like dark ruling my board isn't necessarily bad. Like I don't have two negates through the dark ruler still. Um, I only have one. So like dark ruler could actually realistically go back in the side decks for Drytron, and you wouldn't have to play these cards like that attempt to stop Drytron from doing what it's doing. Yeah, that's um, true. You can play something other than Cycle Reader, basically. Yeah. Also, like, I did just think of a combo while we were here, instead of, like, making the M7. <laughs> <laughs> instead of making we're the always M7. always in lab mode post-list. <laughs> <laughs> you could make a Insector Exabeetle, and, like, the Beatrice dump no. the, uh, the sword, the, the well. Lock. Yeah. I was doing that in Dino. I might do that in Dino again, actually. Because you can do like Auroradon, you can do Shooting Riser Dragon to send it. Uh, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. That's always been the, possible, I just thought actually. about the Exabeetle thing, and that's like the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So the problem with Exabeetle is like you can attack over it. Yeah. Um, so like I feel like if Drytron was doing that, you might set up like IP into Unicorn to prevent somebody mm -hmm. from just running it over. But that's an option, frankly. Like <laughs> Skyhawk is not happy. <laughs> the bird yeah, man. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I I think that Konami's really relying on Bode to shake up the format enough, which I mean, in theory, it should, right? But um I don't think it does. I think not, what they're really enough. attempting to do here, like just to say. Because uh, it doesn't. Like, the decks coming out don't actually match up to these decks right now. But I think what they're attempting to do is, like, keep a format alive. And then when Bo comes out, yes, it won't be as impactful. But this next man list that comes out is going to be the real one. This is going to be the one that kills these decks in this format. 
and like let's bode bode flourish. Um, also, know. it's really good because if they do that, like it gives you time to pick up the cards because they're not going to be as expensive off bat because, like I said, they're not going to be able to compete as well. That's a good point. Um, I think the better reasoning though to say that isn't even um, just like I really think the reason is because. They need to sell the Megatons. They need these decks to be playable for a couple of more months to push the Megatons. Yeah. And all of the upcoming products. So if they wait until January, even if these decks are still amazing right now, like you said, give it until January and then they can nuke the format, which is, I think, what they intend to do. Uh, but I've, I mean, I've been saying they're going to nuke the format for the past like eight ban lists. So, I uh, want them yeah, to. <laughs> that was the point I was going to make exactly is that we've kind of been promised or not promised. We've been like anticipating the big format SmackDown list for like the last year and it hasn't happened. Like the closest we got was the Calamities ban and even the list surrounding that was not that crazy. Like I feel like we've been waiting for the list that like unbans a bunch of interesting cards to mesh with the format and just like super checks a lot of the stuff that's been keeping a bunch of other decks down. Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like the world would be a better place if, if plunder patrol was one of the best decks in the format <laughs> and not like virtual well, world. And let and me ask you this. Um, we're going on an, a year now, right? Because, I mean, Virtual World, Tri-Brigade are both Phantom Rage and Drytron's Genesis Impact all released in 2020. We're, we're talking about a year now that all three of these decks are still good. They're still playable. I mean, I, I know Tri-Brigade was a late bloomer compared to the others, but uh, oh, I mean, toss are, two? is this, I mean, is this possibly Eternal Format 2? Um, interesting. I could get on board with that. If it extends until January, yeah, probably. yeah, January seventeenth is the next. No sooner than that's like if, if the format like there will be some things that change, but like if the decks are so good till then, I think there's an argument, and then maybe we'll get the like ban Shreg, ban <laughs> Alpha, ban Zeta, ban freaking and Zeus. Uh, I don't know, ban Zeus, uh, ban Shen Shen, ban Lulu, ban and all the pendulum cards. <laughs> yeah well that's that's what they'll do they'll 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 slowly unhit them and then when pendulum tops like one event they'll be like okay when we do the murder list we're taking pendulum out behind the shed we're banning like wisdom eye magician we're banning pendulum call we're limiting uh star pendulum graph just because yeah limit star pendulum graph ban like do remy cord whatever honestly I think there's a legitimate <laughs> argument to be made, though, that like these these this, these decks being out and relevant for a year plus, yeah, like that that's that's a long that's a long time for decks to be this relevant. You know, Adam Insider had three months in this sunlight. We're gonna look back at the last three months really fondly. I think Drytron's only been legal for like half a year. Like Drytron came out in Genesis no. Impact. It got Drytron, okay, Drytron it in its current iteration. It had another Maybe. format. It it it. It saw one ban list, it died, and then it got Diviner, and then it came back, and now we're here at the second ban list that it sees. That deck's so ridiculous, and you cannot convince yeah, me otherwise. I know, I want, I want it to It die. was, and then it kind of wasn't, and then it just was again. The thing is, that I guess, like, we're going on for ages, but I, <laughs> like, if, if, if Ava had been banned, I think this list would have been much better. 
Like, I, I think I would think much better of this list if they had just been like, okay, we're taking the frustrating part about Drytron out of the picture. The deck will still do other interesting combo things, but we're taking the fairy engine and we are neutering it, or you're going to have to find more creative ways to get fairies into your hand. I, right. Like, if they had banned Eva, people could stop playing like the specific side deck cards and maybe Tron would actually be able to play around like regular hand traps and then just like have to contend with the board breakers instead of what they were doing before. Uh, I, I don't, that's what frustrates me is with, I think that's like my final point about this list. This list like didn't have to do that much more to be really, really good. Like if this list had like banned Imperial Order, banned Eva, maybe peeled off one or two more random cards and like maybe checked VW in some random way to compensate for E-Tele coming off, I think the community response to it would have been a lot better. But because they didn't do these really obvious things, everybody's frustrated because it's small. It's mostly meaningless for the format for the next month and a half until products shake things up. And uh, even though this has been a really good format, we're all tired, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some truth to that. I think you summed it up well, Mr. Avian individual. <laughs> That's what I do. I fly up to the skies and I get the bird's eye view. And uh, sometimes I miss the uh sometimes I miss the cards on the ground for the forest. Oh my goodness. Well, I think though that that runs us just about out of time. I do appreciate you fellas coming on so short notice and uh, ch chatting with me because with Konami everything is short notice. So, <laughs> thank you very much for having us. Always a blast. Of course, for sure. And for sure. Of course, as per usual, be sure to check out Team Dark Arm Dealings. Their link will be in the description below. Check out Giant Skyhawk on wherever he's at at the time. Uh, Twitter basically any Yu-Gi-Oh! Discord server, um, the comment sections of some videos. You never know where you'll find him, but he's there. Guys above. So, yes. Yeah, uh, and, and, I think you might have some kind of a combo video coming out soon, yeah? Uh, yes, uh, you can look forward to some time in the next week. Uh, a introduction to Fluffle and the combo guide in anticipation of some intro stuff. That'll be on my youtube but i'll probably oh. just post it everywhere anyway so look forward to that all right so uh if you want to find him though you can find him on twitter at uh skyhawk, skyhawk, sings. skyhawk sings that's right well thank you so much fellas for joining me and have a good night peace See ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.